guys, welcome to our first ever podcast for McCarty Ministries. So excited to have you joining us for our first session today. My name is Matt McCarty, and my wife Mia and I are going to be doing these podcasts twice a month for you. I'll do one, Mia will do the other one, and they're designed uh, really to be an outreach of our ministry, which uh, trains people in how to reach people for Jesus and also reaching people for Jesus ourselves. It's kind of a twofold mission that we have. And this is just, this podcast is just another opportunity, another way for us to be able to get the word out. We reach people for Jesus and we train others to do the same. And so we're excited for you to be tuning in. We trust that these sessions are going to bless you in some way, maybe challenge you a little bit. Uh, We'll cover a a number of topics uh, from faith to prayer to relationships, uh, just different ways that we can grow in our faith. But because our audience uh, not only are Christians, but those in ministry, we'll also have some podcast sessions that deal with leadership and team building and all of those kind of wonderful things. So we're excited for you to be a part of it. You may be asking the question, who are you and why am I listening? Uh, Again, my name's Matt and I've been in ministry for about 13 years now. My wife and I have been doing this specific ministry for about six or seven years. I used to be on staff at Valley Family Church in Kalamazoo, Michigan, under Jeff and Beth Jones. It's one of the 100 uh, top 100 fastest growing churches in America. I served as uh, one of their youth pastors for a number of years, also their media tech director for a while, and uh, learned a lot under my pastors. In fact, this is uh, still our home church. Valley Family Church is where my wife, uh, Mia, and uh, our daughter Madeline and I attend, and we absolutely love it there. Learned a lot about cultural relevant ministry. In fact, one of the things that our pastor, Pastor Jeff, uh, says is, are we answering questions that people are asking? And so we hope and trust that uh, we're doing that for you in these sessions, answering questions that you'd be asking. Uh, I'm a graduate of Rama Bible Training Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I learned a lot about faith, the message of faith, the spirit of faith. And so obviously that will be one of the topics that we will share. And in fact, for our first session today, that's what we're going to talk about is faith. So if this podcast were to have a title, it would be called True Faith. And the reason I call it True Faith is because this topic, like any, we can find ourselves in a ditch or getting out of balance one way or another. And so uh, I really want to bring some balance to this, uh, this idea, this topic, this message. So we're calling it true faith uh, to be able to do that. So let's talk about faith for a second, probably something you've heard of, maybe something you've studied or a way that you live. And uh, we're going to use the key scripture for today's podcast Uh, Hebrews 11.1. I'm going to read the New Living Translation. And Hebrews 11.1 says this, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It's the evidence of things we cannot see. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. I want you to zero in on the second part of that verse where it talks about what we can't see. You know, many of us get into a ditch when it comes to faith because we don't really deal with what we can't see. We're dealing with what we already know. And there is a part of that to faith. Let me give you an example. 
We know God's will in so many areas of our lives. We don't have to be that type of Christian that prays, if it be the Lord's will. We already know his will. The Bible tells us things about his will for us. For example, his will is that no weapon formed against us would prosper. So if the enemy tries to harm us or bring something against us in some way, it's God's will that that wouldn't work out very well for the enemy. We know that uh, even though sickness and disease happen in this life, it's not God's will that we stay there and live in it. It says in Peter that by his stripes we're healed. We know that even though we can meet emergencies or um, unexpected circumstances in life, that he wants to meet and can and does meet all of our needs. Paul wrote that he'll supply all of our needs, all of your needs, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So one way that we look at faith is we stand on what we know. We exercise what we know. So, for example, if we lost our job, we'd say, well, Paul wrote, as inspired by God, that he'll supply all my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I may not know how God's going to do that, but he's going to meet my needs. Maybe we've fallen ill somehow. Well, it happens in this life, in this fallen world, but we don't have to stay there. So I'm going to exercise my faith that by his stripes I'm healed. I'm just as healed as I am saved. It's the same blood at the cross that saved me as healed me. So it's one way we can look at faith. But another way that we look at faith is it's, it's trusting God in what we don't know, the unseen. That's why it says the evidence of things we cannot see. So what areas of life maybe don't we see everything? Really, the big areas of life, the major decisions Know this, Jeremiah 29, 11 says that God has plans for us. They're plans for us to prosper and not harm us. They're good plans. And those plans, look, they may not be ministry for you, but they're plans to not only bless you, but to use you to be a blessing. God's not only interested in getting something to you, he's interested in getting something through you. He wants to use you to influence other people. He wants to, wants to use you to bless other people and to reach other people. And so part of faith is trusting him in, in the details that we don't know about these things. What are the major areas of life this could impact? Maybe who we marry, where we live, what job we take, which university we attend. And so God wants to help us in those areas. So how do we exercise that kind of faith? How do we walk that out? Well, one scripture that the Lord's put on my heart, I've really been studying it a lot lately, comes from Proverbs. It's Proverbs 3, 6. And it says, seek his will in all you do, and he'll show you which path to take. Man, I love that. If we have multiple paths that we could go down, if we seek his will, he'll show us which one to take. So let's take, for example, you have the opportunity fresh out of college to work for two different companies. Well, people in this world that aren't Christ followers, they would just use natural means to decide which place to go. For example, one company might be on the West Coast in California where it's sunny, and the other one might be in Alaska where it's cold. Well, we might make our decision based on nice weather. Or company A may have a salary that's 10000 more a year than company B. And so we allow the dollar amount to make our decision. But when it comes to the major things in life, God wants us to exercise our faith. 
And how we exercise our faith is not necessarily telling him what we want out of him, but asking him where he wants us to be. We know God is not our personal genie, that we just tell him what we want all the time and get it out of him. But he's our God, our Father, our guide that we inquire of and seek his will in. And while Psalm 37.4 is true, that he will give us the desires of our heart, it also says to seek him in all that we do. And so I want to challenge you today. What area of life, what major decision do you have to make that maybe God wants some input in? I know this, that he not only wants input, he has input. And it's not whether or not he's speaking, it's whether or not we're listening. So today I want to ask you, what major thing in life does God want to be involved in? My wife and I learned this lesson the hard way a number of years ago. We made a major decision, one of the biggest decisions you can make in life. And we did it not from the standpoint of asking God where he wants us, but we made it standing saying, this is what we want, God, and we trust you'll give it to us. And you know what? He's so good. He loves us so much. He'll give us the desires of our heart. But we don't just want him to give us the desires of our heart that we have. We want him to implant in us the desires of our heart. Does that make sense? And so I really want you to look at this from a different angle. We're going to share, uh, I'm going to share the story of the hard lesson we learned a number of years ago in our next uh, podcast together. But the main thing that we want you to get out of this session is this, that it's not just trusting God in what we know. It's trusting him in what we don't know. One of the biggest decisions that we can make in life is making Jesus the Lord of our lives. And so if you've never had the opportunity to do that, as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know that that opportunity is now. We don't want a single podcast to go by where we don't invite you, the listener, to make Jesus the Lord of your life. I'm not going to assume that everyone listening has done that. And so if you've never done that, you've never made the decision to make Jesus the Lord of your life and become a Christ follower, now's your chance. It's really simple. It takes two things. Number one is you have to believe in him, Jesus. And number two, you have to say a simple prayer where you confess him as Lord of your life. It's really that easy. And when you do those two things, Jesus is faithful. He will come into your heart. He will live inside of you. And he will change your life forever. So how do you make that confession? Well, usually it's in the form of a simple prayer. And we know that God hears us when we pray. So I'm going to say a simple prayer. You can either repeat after me, pray along with me, or you can say your own prayer right where you're at. But as I pray, if you do the same, he'll respond. Father God, we here today believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe that he came to this earth, he died for my sins, and he rose from the dead. He's alive today. Jesus, I need you. I love you. I believe in you. And today I confess you as Lord and Savior of my life. Come into my heart. Change me. Teach me. Show me. Love me. And help me. I ask all of this in your name, and I thank you for hearing me and answering me now. In Jesus' name, amen.
listen, we're so excited for you and proud of you for making that decision today. And if you did, I want to encourage you to do two things. Number one, we want to encourage you to get into a local church somewhere. Get connected with people of like faith and tell them about the decision that you made today. Number two, if you don't have a Bible, get one and start reading it. The Bible is God's love letter to you. It's his promises to you. And so, number one, we want you in a local church, connected with others, and number two, reading that Bible. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. So uh, blessed and honored that you'd take the time out to, uh, to spend some time with us today. If you want to know a little bit more about our ministry, you can check out our website at mattandmia.com. Spell out the word and, and Mia is M-I-A. You'll find everything you need to know about our ministry there. There's also free resources available for those of you in ministry, specifically youth ministry. And so we want to encourage you to do that. Also, we're on a lot of social media platforms. You can follow us on Instagram at matt.mia. We're on Twitter. Follow us at Matt and Mia, spell out and. And McCarty Ministries can be found on Facebook as well. If you like this podcast, the best thing that you can do for us is to go ahead and rate it. And if you give us a nice high rating, it will help this podcast get out to more audiences. Thanks again for joining us. Mia and I love you. We're praying for you. And we will talk to you next time on the next podcast. Bye.